to another episode of Rise with Anita Vita. I'm your host, Anita Vita, Master Medical Qigong teacher and healer. And I'm so grateful and thankful that you are here with me today. I'm so excited to just introduce you to a beautiful soul sister of mine. You know, when I have this show, it's to amplify women's voices, let their stories shine so that they be a ripple effect of healing in the world through amplifying their voices. My next guest, again, is my special soul sister. She and I are in a mastermind together called The Life Minded. I got to meet her at a beautiful event when she was a panel speaking on the rigors of, of growing a family business and taking over and just all the things that come with creating a business and being an entrepreneur. She's a new mommy. She is also a creative. She is a food and product business coach and the owner of Ninong's Dessert Lab. I'm so excited to please help me welcome Miss Kissa Ortega to the show. Hi. Hi, sis. Hi. How are you? I just got these I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I am doing okay. I'm doing okay. As you know, you know, um, we were talking a little bit backstage about just how how awesome live shows are because anything, you know, anything can happen, you know. And I'm I'm so grateful that you're here to just let everybody know who you are and how you shine because you also have a live show um that's going on um but for those of us who don't know you like who are you what do you do what are you excited about in life right now okay so my name is kissa i am a food entrepreneur my family started Ninong's Pastries and Cafe, and we've recently, this past year, changed our name to Ninong's Dessert Lab. And uh, I've started my first business at the age of 19. Um, I've been, I've owned various businesses throughout different industries, but the highlight of my career, hands down, was running Ninong's and learning from that business so many aspects uh, and all the different hats that you have to wear as a small business entrepreneur. And uh, I just recently, like you said, became a mom. So trying to balance mommyhood and learning about being a parent and balancing entrepreneurship 
in the midst of 2020 is has been a wild ride to say the least but through it all i think um that's why i as you mentioned i started a coaching business for food and product entrepreneurs because i started noticing even before the pandemic there was a lot of people that were um, experiencing burnout in whatever they were whatever their career was and a lot of people were turning to cooking and baking as a source of release and and therapy and it started becoming really prevalent that a lot of people had questions because most of these people didn't have a culinary background they just had a passion for cooking and so that's how I kind of started coaching because we were getting tons of you know um, we're getting tons of questions on our Instagram and everything and I just knew this this is this is my peeps like this is who I need to be serving and these are the people that I need to help so that's why I started my coaching business how did you even like how did you even know to 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 start that in in the midst of everything else like where did you even find the capacity to serve yourself um how were you balancing it yourself you know you were you had you haven't had micah yet and then you're doing all the things with preparing to oh now i'm going to coach as well because that takes like a different level of service right in addition to also pivoting well how are you going to now get Ninong's pastries out to the masses like that's a lot of organization uh a lot of um, just hands-on stuff. Like, can you tell us a little bit about how you systematically were able to do that? Sure. Um, well, the process was relatively, I think it was just innate in me. I knew from the very beginning when I first started my, um, my career in entrepreneurship that I wanted to serve others and help others succeed. I just didn't know what that meant or how that looked like. And over time, I just realized that there's a lot of growing that I personally needed to do. I needed more experience. I needed that one business that was going to kind of be my thing. And I was going from business to business trying to figure out what it really was that I felt was something I was truly passionate about. And for me, it happened to be Ninong's. And so when when that happened, I realized that um, I realized that in time, this could be a way that I can serve my community because our goal with Ninongs was always to uh, share Filipino food and recipes with the world, as well as our culture because our culture is so linked to our food; it's so tightly wound, and I think that that level of hospitality and servant you know, like that servant mentality that we have to help others and be there for others, not just for ourselves. It was something that was just innate and built within me. So I knew I had I had to do it. I just didn't know when the right timing was and who I was going to be serving. And I just, I found that the balance between creating a system to manage all the hats is one thing but to also listen to your heart and give yourself that time to grow. There's that fine balance that you have to, that you have to, you know, that fine line you have to walk 
because it's not all just about systems and thinking and and the mind, but there's also this aspect of the heart and what you're truly passionate about. And when you can marry those two things, I think is that's when it really made sense for me. How has the journey been like? And was there a moment, was there a defining moment or many, or even many, or even many moments to get you to, to do what you do that you love so much and that you're so passionate about in the work that you're doing as well as all in the businesses that you're running? Yeah, I, I definitely believe that there was a bunch of different, I call them forks in the road, right? There's these crossroads that I, that you always, that you always hit and you realize this could be a big decision for me. <laughs> like if I go this way or I go this way, this is going to be big. And every time I made a decision, whether it was right or wrong, I felt like I was being steered in a specific direction. And I have to tell you, I had no plans in owning a cafe or a restaurant. I did not go to culinary school. It was never my plan to run a restaurant. I, I come from a marketing and graphic design background. So I had no intention, but it's kind of what fell in my lap. And trusting mm. that process and just letting it kind of unfold um, was very pivotal for me because things could have gone very differently, you know? Um, and it, 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 are, it is all these mini milestones that have happened because um, when we first started the business, it was not easy. We were struggling. We started the business during a recession. During the recession, it was 2008. So it was really tough to get customers in the door. Uh, and I share this story all the time. I think there was one day we didn't even make $100 the entire day. And, you know, we were trying to think of different ways to bring people into the restaurant to try and find that one thing that would kind of set us apart from everybody else. And it was a bunch of just trial and error and not being afraid to just throw yourself in the ring and see what happens. Um, it, and then it was a lot of, okay, we're at a crossroads. What am I going to do? Am I going to help my family? Or am I going to continue to pursue my graphic design and marketing career? You know, like those big things that you know, there's a there's a question here that needs to be answered and it's all on you. What do you want to do? And it's led me all to this point. I like that you said to trust. Because in getting to know you, I knew there was a lot of parts of your life that you had to trust and and that you recognize that, hey, there's this growth aspect of you too that will allow you to open your heart to make those hard decisions. Yet the forks in the road, whether you go this direction or that direction is still a good direction. At the end of the day, it was, you know, you, you're here, you're, you're, you know, it led you to the right place. And I think that's important. Um, and I relate to just being so busy and doing all the systems, yet if your heart's not in it, it could really eat you up inside and it can be in such an arduous journey and process. And when you finally move past it, like how the beauty that unfolds, the, the learning and the growth, right? I like that um, the that you had mentioned in either one of your talks or, 
or the chapter that you're in, in, in her purposes book. Real quick, can I just, Kissa is in this chapter of our friends books um, by Jen and Rose. It's 40 principles of Asian women redefining success on their own terms. And I had no idea sis was in here, right? And then um, I pick it up and you know, her chapter is so beautiful, it's on vulnerability. And she shares at the end of that um, to, to celebrate and to revel in your accomplishments, like on your way to getting them. Because if you're such a high and peak performer, you're gonna want to get to that, ne that next milestone after you complete it, right? We don't enjoy the journey as, as cliche as it sounds, like enjoy the journey. It's like really is enjoying the journey, right? Because that's really what life is, that it can be fun even amidst all the ups and downs and the, the craziness and the, all the forks in the roads, like you said. And so coming up to this point now, what do you, what can you tell us about how you thrive in your, in your life and, and specifically in business as a, as a woman in business, as a mommy too, a mompreneur and as a, as as just someone who is committed to growth. Oh well, that's a that's a big question, but I think in this very moment, the thing that I think is key for me personally is self love and and the acceptance of your journey and the pride that I I should have for all of that. Um, I come from a different place where prior to this year or even the year before that, it was so hard for me to be proud of anything that I've accomplished. I always felt like, yes, I might have hit a certain milestone, but there is still a better way that I could have done it. And that's that, you know, that's that methodical systems person in, in my own mind, like, this could have gone so much smoother if I did X, Y, and Z instead of just preparing as best as I can and accepting that there's going to be different things thrown at you and and you just have to trust that process, right? I, I'm trying to learn to be more, um, more understanding of myself and learning more about what makes me happy, what I define success as, because those things will really change your perspective on more than just your professional, you know, your professional life, but also your personal life, right? And for those of us that own small businesses, our personal and professional life is just so closely intertwined, it's so tightly intertwined with each other because we put so much of our hearts on the table when we start our own business, not just monetarily, but our time, our energy, like there's just so many things. And so I, I really think that self-love and um, being proud of the journey that I've been on instead of hiding behind this facade of what I think people should see me as mm. what the big lesson in especially what I talked about in the book in the in her purpose book where vulnerability helps you connect with your customers your audience 
your colleagues, that tenderness and that that vulnerability that you have about being honest about where you came from, how hard it was, how fun it was, just the entire journey from the highs and the lows, just being fully transparent about it, I think helped me to realize that, wow, I can actually help people. I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to put on that facade. I don't have to put on that mask of, oh, Coach Kiss, I got it all together. That's why she's going to coach me and I'm going to become a success after that. No, that's not, that. that's no longer how I approach things. I'm just me with the mess behind me, with the mess in, in <laughs> my own brain of whatever is going on after that. Like everything, it's, it's just me. And I have to learn how to love and appreciate that because this is who I am at this very moment. And if I do want to get better, because I always strive to do better, um, yeah. I have to learn to understand myself at this very moment first before I can get to that next step. Thank you for embracing that part of yourself and for sharing the vulnerability because you're right. It's, it's, and especially for women, right? We always feel we're being judged or how are we gonna look on camera? What if my dog barks like at my show, you know? Like my mess in the back, you know? Um, and and it's so important to, 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 to realize that, like it's okay to not be perfect. Like what does perfect even freaking mean, you know? And I'm so grateful that you do show up authentically as yourself. I'm so grateful that, you know, you, you're being real. Like, you're like, Kiss is like, this is me. And I was like, this is so great. And that's a testament to the live shows that we both run together, right? It's like, there is no edit. There is no um, commercial. We can't go to commercial when something happens or when our husbands come in or your, Micah is crying. <laughs> um, Yet it's it's the grow the growth in it, right? To be seen as we are, to be heard as we are, and letting others know, like, hey, it's okay to just be you. You know, it shouldn't doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be polished, because we're always striving, yes, to be to get better. And there's things to always refine. Can we accept ourselves in this this space in this moment? And I like that you said in this moment, this is who I am. You know, so speaking of live shows, what is the title of your show and what do you discuss and and how can we, um, you know, watch it? How, where do we find you? How did it even come about? <laughs> OK, so I the, the show itself is called the Prep Talk Live Show, and it's every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific time give or take a few minutes because I basically do the show when Micah goes down for his nap. And so he'll usually nap for an hour or two. Uh, and that's when I do it because that's when it's the quietest in the house and you don't have nursery rhymes playing in the background. You don't hear all his toys and all that stuff. So um, it's every Monday. And it all started because most of the time, the, the questions that I always have um, sent to me are basically, I'm, I'm struggling with efficiency or I'm struggling with my productivity or I bought this I bought this planner or this I'm paying for this app 
and I feel like I'm wasting my money because I used it for a week and now I'm not using it anymore. And so I get a lot of those questions. And so I figured why not just share what I do and it could be a chance for me to kind of set up my week, which is why I decided to do it on a Monday. I just show everyone what I do when I set up my week on a Monday and we can plan together. So I talk about what happened the week before, life, business. I talk about how it affects the upcoming week because if I didn't get something done last week, of course, it's going to carry over to the next week. And um, I also share a, a little tutorial of some kind. Um, I use a certain um, I use a certain productivity app. It's called Notion, um, and I, I just do a screen share and a little literal walkthrough of what that looks like, so that people can at least see what I'm doing and not necessarily take everything that I'm doing and completely copy it because we all function differently and we all are productive in our own ways. So my hope is to just help people see something that might work for them and they can take it on their own and say, oh, that makes sense for me. I'm going to apply it to my own system. Because I think for the most part, all of us are trying to figure out how to maximize our time. Life on this earth is really short. And so that's the only thing that I want to do. I want to help people maximize their time so that they're working in their business efficiently, so that they can have time for their personal lives, for their families, or whatever it might be. Oh, there's my baby. <laughs> Look at him go. Oh my gosh. Crazy how fast he grows up. Yeah. yeah. And how beautiful for you to be like building your businesses like with him. I think that's what's so beautiful that I'm noticing with every mompreneur who's doing a live show, who's running their businesses and creating the life that they want like by design with their baby. Cuz even my my last, you know, my last guest, her son came in you know, with her husband and like, she's doing the live show and, but she has her baby, you know, like, I think that's beautiful that that's possible. Like, and he gets to watch you through all of it, you know, all the ups and downs, like you're modeling everything that he sees. And I so. think that that's so important to me personally, just because um, I love, I love my mom, don't get me wrong, but that was something that she always wanted to shield me from. You know, mm -hmm. she wanted to protect me. And I think we've had a couple conversations about, you know, the effects that, the effects of our upbringing and how we're starting to realize those things now when it might, like when it comes to, I don't know, finances or, or something like this where um, when I was growing up, my mom was very, you know, business minded. She was definitely an entrepreneur and I get that from her. No doubt about it. That's where I get my entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, but at the same time, when things get hard or difficult, she wanted to protect me from those things and she didn't want me to experience or see how hard it was for her. And I, I talk about that in the book because when she got sick, that's, her main thing, right? She didn't want to tell me how bad it was. I had to find out how how serious her her sickness was from the doctor when she had already gone to the ER and it was, you know, it was already too late. And so 
that's something that I took away from my upbringing where, you know, I realized that I am not a perfect person and I am by no means a perfect mom. And so I want Micah to know that. Like, I'm a human. I make mistakes. I'm going to do good things. I'm going to do not so good things. And I want him to understand that, like, yes, you know, I'm your mom and I will be there and I want you to look up to me and I want you to respect me, but in a way that you're involved and you understand what's going on because it's a learning experience for him as well. And so I, I don't want to shield him from that. I want to make him feel involved. I want to make him feel like he is part of this family unit and he matters, of course. Wow, that is so, so powerful. And I know he's your legacy, he's a part of that. And if you were to share some words of wisdom for Micah and for and those watching who who also feel that they're going through the same thing as you where where we put these shields or these masks up that we're not willing to be vulnerable. You know, how do I, how do I, um, how do I continue to be me and be in touch with that, that part of myself? What would you say? Mm, that's a good question. Uh, I think I would say, I know it's scary and you'll, it'll happen in your own time, but it's the most freeing feeling to be able to just say, this is me, like me or not, I'm doing my best, I'm, and I know I'm gonna get better, but this is me, and I'm okay with that. And if I'm okay with that, you should be okay with that. Everyone should be okay with that. And I, like you said, with Micah, I would never want him to look at himself and not like something about himself because I look at him and I'm like, you're so cute and perfect. I love you so much. Like flaws and all, I love you. I love you for like it fully. I love you completely. I love you with every fiber of my being, but it would break my heart if he looked in the mirror and, and said that he didn't like himself. It would break me. And you know, I'm getting choked up a little bit, but if I, if I feel that for him, how could, you know, but I do that myself. How would my mom feel if I told her that? Like, it would crush her, you know? And so I want him to grow up in a place, in an, in an environment where he can be himself. Because everyone should. Everyone should be able to feel like they can be themselves and they have a safe place to be heard someone that can listen to them, they can be honest and open and free. I just really think that if if that was the environment that Micah grew up, grows up in, then at least I know that's one less thing for him to struggle with, you know? There's gonna be so many other things that are gonna be thrown at him as he grows up, and that's the last thing that I want for him. I want him to be able to stand firm in his place and just say, this is who I am. I'm a loving, caring person. And this is me. 
Beautiful words, sister. Thank you for sharing that. Now, what do you have going on that we can support you with? How do we find you? How do we stay connected? Oh, Let us all, know. All the things, right? Uh, yes, because so, I know you got all the things. <laughs> so you can um, follow us, uh, my family business, Ninong's Dessert Lab on Instagram. Uh, we also have a Facebook page. If you search Ninong's Dessert Lab on Facebook, we have a Facebook page as well. Uh, me personally, you can follow me on Instagram at Just Kissa, and I also have my YouTube channel. Uh, just search Just Kissa TV, and you'll be able to find me on there. Thank you for being here, sister, and for sharing your story and sharing your light with us. I'm so so happy that. You were here and you got to just inspire so many other young young and old all across the board with your story. Thank you, sis. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. There you have it. I hope that you are inspired by Kissa's story. You're inspired to also buy the book in her purpose. They're in Target now, but you could also find them on, on Amazon. Um, and and I hope that you you really took something away from here in, in the theme of being vulnerable to also being yourself and to really enjoy the journey. So thank you all for being here. As always, I root for your rise. I'll see you next week, everybody. Good night. Mwah. I need a